Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, a podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl and a couple of dogs and a non-Mormon. Mm-hmm. All of us just trying to figure out our Aren't the dogs lives. really trying to figure anything out? Uh, well, Bitsky's licking me right now. What's he trying to figure out there? Um, he, Domino <laughs> is purely instinctual. I, I don't think he has a thought process <laughs> in his brain. Just saying. Yeah, so if you hear like weird licking, it's because he's licking my ankle. It's, you know so what? Weird. It's either that or he's chewing a bone the entire time. Uh huh. It's one or the other. We'll go with licking this time. I, I think it's the safer of the two <laughs> somehow. Well, it's less noisy, maybe. It's true. I don't know if it's being picked up or not. Okay. Well, we'll see. He's a weird little dog. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody dropped him on his head. Yeah. And it wasn't me. Could have been me. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when we're uh, sitting up, Stairs on our balcony, he likes to get up on this deck box, mm-hmm. and it's right by the railing of the balcony. And sometimes I'm like, Domino, you want to go for a little flight? You think he might like try to chase a squirrel? <laughs> right off the balcony? We had a cat almost fly off the balcony one time. It wasn't a super high balcony. She would have been fine, but she was chasing a bug and just completely lost her mind as to where she was, what she was doing. She was going to get the bug. Yeah, those bugs get you every mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. <laughs> Took a while, didn't it? <laughs> we got there. Yeah. So we just looked up the correct... Wait, wait, wait. We have, <laughs> we have to back up and explain this. Can I, can I tell it? Oh, it just happened last weekend. I know. Go ahead. Okay. Because I feel like you kind of dragged me into going along with it. What? No, 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 no. So Mary starts, <laughs> I, I made a joke last week about The Price is Right. Uh-huh. And Mary starts, and, I'm like, and I was like, oh, what's that theme music? And Mary starts singing some theme music, and she's like, yeah, this is The Price is Right theme music. So I started singing it with her. I just went along with it. Oh. And then we were sure that it was the correct one. We were we. sure? I'm like, oh, yeah, this is it. And then we started bragging about how great we'd be at Name That Tune. <laughs> Turns out, you said, if I can quote, I would crush name that tune. Yeah, but you, but you, you, I did. You are throwing <laughs> me under the bus right now for the Price is Right. Well, it up. wasn't. So here's what's up. I know we're going to get 10,000 emails. <laughs> That's not the price. It's we not, know. We not. know. That was actually Family Feud that we were singing yeah, along to. But we have uh, on standby the because actual. Because we actually do know the Price is Right. You want to sing along with it? Here. Sure. I think you just said ba 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 but, yeah, like yeah. how you just sort of threw me into the bus for uh, messing up the Price is Right because theme. Because you were super confident, and from your oh, confidence— I was confident! And this, by the way, <laughs> can actually lead into a topic we have today of testimonies. Because your, gave your a- confidence made me have confidence. <laughs> oh, oh, listeners. I'm not blaming you. Oh, really? I'm just saying, this, this, this will lead into listeners, a later conversation. Listeners, are you hearing this? Well, they are listening. <laughs> Hence, them being called listeners. <laughs> I think she's throwing. I think she's pinning this on me. Nah, <laughs> huh. not at all. Well, uh, it was a mistake. But we were, you, you know, what we were very sure of it. Well, you know what? That's not true. Because at one time I was like, "Are you sure that's not Charlie's Angels?" And you said, "Is that chips?" <laughs> it all kinds of run, kind of yeah, runs but together. then all of a sudden we were correct in our minds, and we were going to kick oh, ass. You were going to crush it at name that tune, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we messed up. Yeah. 
And we are taking responsibility for that. Right. Correcting our wrong. We are righting our wrong. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing we need to learn to do. I think humanity in general needs to learn how to apologize. Absolutely. And I think it's all the funnier that we were so sure of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? The more I apologize for shit, the less stressed out I am about having to be right on everything. You know what I mean? Guess what? Nobody has to be right all the time. Yeah, but sometimes you feel... Like, I have to get it right. And then the more you realize you don't, and you keep apologizing for things you get wrong, kind of the more relaxed your life is. Like, it's okay if I screw some stuff up, because I can apologize, and I can learn. But it is kind of funny to be like, hey, guess what? We fucked that up. (laughs) 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 But we were so sure about it, weren't we? Oh, we were positive. Oh, yeah. But I think it was like four minutes after we finished recording, we were like, oh, wait. Yeah, I know. But we decided to publish it anyway, Mm -hmm. because it was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We had a good time with Dan it. Dan at Extension Audio pointed it out, too. It's like, that's not the prices right. Dan called us out. Yep. Oh, him and his flannel. <laughs> God damn it, Dan. Hi, Dan. It's also he and his flannel. Is it? No, it's not. Is it? Him. him? He, he wears flannel. He, I don't know. That stuff always messes me up. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. I just need you to get your, your, and your correct, and two and two. There and there. And there and there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm good. I'll those work are, on those that. Those are my basic. It's and it's. It's and it's. Yeah. That's not as offensive. Who's and who's? Mm. Not as offensive. Okay. It's the there, there, and there. All right. Not that it's offensive. Well, spell check isn't going isn't gonna to nab yeah, that Yeah, spell check stuff. will not get those. Mm-mm. That's true. Oh, you know what day it is? What? Pride Day. Oh, my God. Today is, oh, happy Pride, everybody. Today, we are in Utah, Salt Lake City Pride Festival. We're in Zion. <laughs> oh, that always makes me feel a little creepy. <laughs> I keep feeling like I want to drag Mary through Temple Square just so she can kind of get the gist of it. Some of my ex-mo friends are like, don't. You will trigger and you'll punch people. Oh, wow. But I think I could it's handle it. Violent. Do you want to Do you want to traipse through Temple Square and meet time? some missionaries? Oh, really? We can give them stickers. <laughs> Those are going to go right in the trash. <gasps> what if we, like, hug the sisters and stick them on their backs? <laughs> <laughs> Then they'll be Latter Day lesbians. <laughs> oh my God, I want to do it so bad. Is that is that horrible of me? <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> Raise your hand if you think we should put Latter Day lesbian stickers in the back of the Sister Missionaries at Temple Square. I hear they're hot. <laughs> it's true. They get the hot ones. <laughs> Only the best for only, Temple Square. Only the best. Only the best caliber missionaries. <laughs> only the ones who wear lipstick. <laughs> oh. Throwback. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So they're lipstick lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure they are. We should go check them out and see okay. which ones do we think are gay. Yeah. So if you are in Utah listening to this and it's Sunday morning, then you should hop on down to the Pride Festival and check us out at our booth. Yeah. Get your butt over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird because we're pre-recording this, but mm-hmm. we will be doing some audio recording at the festival. Yes. Not sure when that will be released, hopefully soon after, but um, yeah, we have to sort of edit all those together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on down. You're come the, on <laughs> down. <laughs> You're the next contestant. Should we sing the Family Feud Okay, we've already done that. All right. Anyway, happy Pride, which we are dedicating... This month, primarily to Pride. Cool. Um, let's jump into some Patreon stuff. We oh, have yeah. two new patrons. Oh, yeah, you just two this week. Yeah. What um, happened? And listen, I'm not going to let my feelings get hurt by that. <laughs> At least I'm trying to not let my feelings get hurt by, like, by that. 
Um, only because I'm hoping that this promotional offer that we are doing for Pride Month will help those yeah. fence sitters out there. Fence sitters. <laughs> if you're like, on the fence. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a go. But let me here's here's our here's our two um shout outs. Shout outs. We have Amy. Amy, okay. Yes, and I will be meeting Amy, and so will you in Utah. Oh, great. We might have already met. By the time this comes out, we might have already met. Okay. And the second one is Leanne M. Leanne M. is a friend of mine whom I adore. She's an opera singer. Oh, my goodness. And she's hot AF. (laughs) I'm just throwing that out there. So thank you, Leanne, and thank you, Amy. Thanks to both of you. And just so you know, we were planning this Pride promotion for a while now. Yes. Mm-hmm. This isn't out of desperation. <laughs> no, 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 no. This has been on. But it just ha- had to be perfect timing. I'm like, oh, yeah. all these fence sitters are like, ah, yeah. ah. Is that what they're saying? Are you yeah, imitating I can hear it in my head. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. What, uh, what's our pride promotion? So here's what we've got going. If you go to patreon.com slash Latter-day Lesbian, look in at our tiers. the month of June. Yes, for the month of June only. We have put a brand new tier in, and it's a $3 tier. So for 3 bucks, you will get access, actually, to everything that the $6 tier has to offer, mm-hmm. which means all of our fun videos. Yes. Um, so again, this is only for the month of June. Mm-hmm. $3 for that month will get you all of the $6 stuff, which there's some really fun and great stuff out there. At least we think so. I like it. I like to watch it over and over. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah, you know, when we're waiting for new episodes of Big Little Lies, we'll just go on Patreon and watch, watch our ourselves. videos over Are and that over. make us narcissists? Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I don't whatever. do this. That, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, Dad. I do sometimes listen to our podcasts over and over. Not over and over and over, but... Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think I'm learning from it. I think I think so. <laughs> and when we record podcasts or when we record after shows, we're so in the middle of recording and just like talking off the hip. Is that a thing? Off the cuff? Uh-huh. Shooting from the hip. Shooting from the hip. Speaking off the cuff. Speaking off the cuff, the cuff, whatever it is. I don't think we necessarily recognize our banter or whatever it is. And so then when we watch it after it's done and edited, I crack up. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was such a funny thing that I said or that Mary said. <laughs> <laughs> Way anyway. to recognize your humor before uh, mine. No, of course. Appreciate I did, that. I did that with a smile. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So really quickly, back to the Pride Month promo. So again, this is just for the month of June. At the end of June... You have choices. Yeah, what happens, Sean? Well, because um, I was Mormon for so long, I know that everyone is free to choose. <laughs> you may Don't choose. Don't they call this um, agency? Agency. Oh, Mary's <laughs> catching on. It uh-huh. is agency. So we are about choices. That's not just a Mormon expression, by the way. Oh. But anyway, go ahead with your choices. You can cancel. You can. You can cancel. Anyone and can cancel anytime. that will kind of put you in outer darkness because here's what's up. <laughs> outer darkness is is where people go when they've already felt the Spirit, they know the church is true, and then they turn against it. That's outer darkness. So after you watch our videos and hang out with uh-huh. some Patreon stuff, and then you decide, meh, mm-hmm. outer darkness. God said so. <laughs> our second choice is you can stay at the $3 level. You can bump up to the $6 level and keep getting the videos. Whatever you want. You can do whatever you, you want. You can do whatever you want. But if you decide to stay, then I'm just saying that you will be staying on the covenant path. <laughs> so you have choices. Uh-huh. Those are great choices. There's outer darkness or covenant path, but mm-hmm. but feel free to choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you do nothing, I think that Patreon just continues to charge your credit card. Well, for any yes, and for anyone who signs up for the promo, I will get in touch with you before July 
and just be like, hey, outer darkness or covenant path. <laughs> um, because I don't want anyone to sign up and then forget that they signed up and then have their credit card charged and they have forgotten. And, you know, I don't want that. I'm not, we're not trying okay. to just Well, you are taking people. on extra work by contacting everyone. I sure am, but I don't want, I don't want people to feel swindled. Okay. Um, I really want people to support us because they support us. Mm-hmm. I want people to watch the videos because they enjoy them. You don't even have to watch the videos. It just your support of us is fantastic. We do appreciate we that. We do appreciate sure. it. So that's and, what we've got going on. Go yeah. And I think that Patreon's just going to charge your credit card every month unless you cancel it. Yeah. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, but we'll... Um, Amazon's that way too. I will warn you. Lots of people are. That you have that. a choice. Okay. What are the choices, Mary? Outer darkness or covenant something or other? The covenant path. The covenant path. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are, that might be a foom pod, actually. Well, I think we kind of just discussed The covenant it. path? Oh, the covenant path. Well, isn't it kind of like the opposite of outer darkness? Well, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, right. No, that's not our food pod. <laughs> not oh, our food pod. Next thing, locals mm, mm-hmm. on Sunday, June 9th yeah. is DC Pride. They call it Capital Pride. Capital, Capital Pride. City Pride? I don't know. Anyway. It's Capital. Uh, we will be there. We will have a booth. Yes. Capital Pride is huge. It's, it's a big, big, big. Mm-hmm. Come find us. Yeah. Uh, we will get on social media sometime that morning when we know where our booth is going to be and, and try to like show you a map or something because it's pretty big. But come say hi. Come yeah. say hi. We will have a banner. We'll have a booth and a banner. Uh, we'll be making recordings of people to put on podcasts. Same deal as Utah Pride. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a good time. We would love to yeah, see please come everybody see there. Us. Speaking of Pride uh, and locals, what else we got going on? We have an announcement. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. June. 21st, uh-huh. we are going to have a pride party. Remember mm-hmm. last week when you were like, hey, yeah, Shelly, remember we said we do a pride party and yeah. I hadn't, I just had no recollection. Uh-huh, I do. So we're going to actually do it. Yeah, we're going to Should we do call it. it the forgotten pride party? Uh, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> the pride party. Mary's like, remember we planned this and I didn't remember. Anyway, we're going to do it. Yeah, we are. Where are we so going to do that? We're going to do this at Freddy's Beach Bar. Mm-hmm. This is a gay bar, but all are welcome. Yeah. Oh, lots of people. We desire Freddy's. all to oh, receive. Gosh. Okay. All arise. <laughs> oh, ew. Temple. <laughs> okay. It's uh, Freddy's Beach Bar located at 555 23rd Street South in Arlington. Starting Arlington, at 6 Virginia. p.m. Hang around because karaoke starts at 9. And I'll and crush Mar- anyone. Yes. Mary used to be in a karaoke <laughs> league. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I might get a little drunk and get up there and drunk do some yoke-y. gangster rap or something. Okay, I yeah. like it. Or do we have to do all like Melissa Etheridge and Indigo Girls? I think we do. I think it's mm-hmm. a requirement. Being that we're we lesbians. Do, um, oh, do you want to be Amy or Emily? I don't know who's who. Uh, do you want to be the lower voiced one or the higher voiced one? What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> do we even have a higher voice between the two of us? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but, I, you know, whatever. I can, I can do either. You be Amy, I'll be Emily. Which one? Am I high or low? Well, you're the raspier one. Okay. <laughs> Start drinking some whiskey and smoking some cigarettes. I am drinking some tequila right now. Are you? I am. It's This is my new concoction that I love. It's tequila, the agave yummy stuff that you bought uh-huh. with a little bit of sweet and sour mix. You mean Anejo? Because they're all made with agave. Oh. Well, I don't know. Whatever the stuff okay. is you just bought. Okay. I know more about booze I'm than you. I'm still new to drinking. <laughs> okay, so tequila uh-huh. with a little bit of sweet and sour mixer, okay. a squeeze of lime, uh-huh. some some salt in it, and some <laughs> uh, red pepper. Oh, cayenne a little pepper. cayenne. Oh, mm-hmm. a little spicy uh, margarita. Mm-hmm. Over ice here. Listen, guys. Oh, yep. That, that's ice. That, those are ice cubes. That is the ice cubes. I up. like your Foley. Sound design? 
Do you know Foley. what Foley means? Mm-mm. Okay. It's, um, <laughs> this <laughs> so, is my phone pod. Well, often in movies, and I, I don't know if this happens so much anymore because sound effects libraries are vast, but back mm-hmm. in the day, if somebody was like running in the woods, somebody would have to take a pair of shoes on leaves and go like, oh, gotcha. Like running in the woods on leaves. And right. that was and called, like banging aluminum shit sure, for whatever. lightning. That's a little old school. But wow. yeah, but um, I guess it was named after somebody whose last name was Foley. Oh. I can only imagine, but that's what that is. Okay. All right. We'll there go you go. That. A little audio terminology for us. Love it. Okay. Let me mark this off. There was just some shit we had to get through this oh, morning. Oh, I know. We have some shit. All right. We got the shit. I yes. would like now. Okay. Do you want to do the phone pod or some uh, listener emails? What, what are you in the mood for, girl? Well, why don't we talk about what's coming up in July and spirituality announcement? I like it. Yeah, so as we... Wait, wait, I want to say something that's very mormon I would like to now turn the time over to Sister Rudd. Sister. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Everyone's Thank cringing as they're listening right now. Thank, thank you. Listen, okay. I just turned the fucking time over to you. Would oh, you... Wow, easy. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to say. I will now turn the time over. Mormons say some weird shit. Yeah, like the even stuff. It's so weird. Even. Mary, Sister Rudd. Sister Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so June is Pride Month. Mm-hmm. July, we are really hoping to dedicate to this idea of spirituality after religion. Where people have landed in their journey, if they believe in anything... Uh, what is it? Where, where, where have you? Or just are you in utter? Are you in dark? What is, what is the darkness? Outer, Outer darkness. darkness. That yeah. only happens to people who sign up for um, pay, Patreon <laughs> in June and then leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to dedicate July, or at least a couple episodes in July, to talking about this subject. Especially if we can get some listeners to write in some stories. We'd love to hear your stories. Also, uh, we have a listener named Beth Templeton who is writing a book on the very same subject, and nice. she would like. If you all are willing to put your stories in a book, probably anonymously, I'm guessing. Um, Yeah, I don't know how she's going to handle that right this second. It's in the infancy stages. She says, I'm talking to people about spirituality beyond or after the faith in which they are raised. I've realized just how much hatred I have for religion, and I don't like it. I think it's blocking me from fully realizing the impact that spirituality can have in my life. So I want to trade that hatred for understanding, and I think this book will help me do that. So help her out. You know what? I've got stories, too. I can submit to Beth. She can hear my story. Were you ever truly a believer of Jesus? Did you have a testimony? We're going to talk about testimonies later, but do you feel like you had a testimony of Jesus? I believed Mm -hmm. I could speak in tongues, Shelley. Oh, my God. Did you ever try? Yeah, I don't. Oh God! Yeah, I don't even know what that. What was. did it sound like? I I blocked it. I don't know. It's weird. It's some weird shit. Is what that is, in my opinion, at this point. Wait. So okay, we're <laughs> we're, we're about to dig you in. You didn't know this. I didn't. <laughs> you kept this from me. Um. Yeah. Well, you know what? Some things you just don't want to talk about. Listen, when you I have, like, thousands you, of listeners. <laughs> when I told you on Match.com that I had seven kids, you should have replied with, well, I spoke in tongues. <laughs> spoke in- Full oh. disclosure. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> Do you feel like, uh, well, shit. Yeah, I'm like, You're rethinking and I live this with now. you now? <laughs> I, don't, you. I don't know. Um, this changes everything. Yeah, I believe some wacky, wacky stuff. What what prompted you to speak in tongues? Was someone else doing it? That was supposed to be what you did. You got like the whole when? Okay, I, give like give me the <sighs> scenario. 
Um, it's different for everybody. No, but you, the, you. Okay, easy. See, <laughs> you know how you believe that when you're in Mormonism, when you're eight, you get baptized, yeah, and you get the Holy Spirit somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone just gets it. Everyone does, right? Yeah, if you're baptized. If you're baptized, you just automatically get it, and yes. it's supposed to be like your guiding yes. conscience or something. Ish. Yes. Okay. Well, in evangelical brand of religion or Christianity that I was raised in, it's a little different. You have to supplement the Lord for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Supplement? Well, supplicate. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Now who's the smart one? (laughs) You are. No, not really. Real quick, Jesse, if you're listening, did you have to supplement the Lord um, with speaking in tongues? Wait a minute. Oh. Yeah, Jess. Jesse from Houston. Yes, Houston Jesse. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Did she um did she receive the gift of the Holy Spirit? So, there's a lot of pressure. It depends on when you decide to become born again. And when you're born again, then you have the gift of tongues? No, not automatically. Oh <laughs> you have to pray about it. You have to ask to receive it. So you asked to receive the Holy Spirit. For God to give the Holy Spirit so you could speak in gobbledygook. <laughs> Sort of. It's like, okay, so you, you you do this whole like accepting Jesus into your heart thing, mm-hmm. which is becoming born again, I guess, mm-hmm. which who the heck knows what that is anyway. And then at some point you can pray to receive the Holy Spirit with some sort of professional that does that. Uh, like some really? sort of, uh, like a minister. So what is praying, I mean, what does being baptized do in your religion? I was never baptized. <gasps> explain so much. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I personally was never, I might have had the water sprinkling on my forehead when I was an well, infant. listen, baptism by immersion is all that counts according to the yeah. Mormons, by well, the proper authority. Well, in a lot of Christian religions, not necessarily a Methodist church, I think the Methodist church does the sprinkling mm. as an infant. They might do um, adult baptisms Sprinkling too. would be less traumatic for sure. Yeah. Um, but a lot of Christians in like the evangelical branch that I was in would have been baptized. Like it was a common thing, but it wasn't a requirement, I don't think, for some reason. How could it not be a requirement? Don't you have to be baptized to wash away your sins to follow Jesus? No. Really? It's call your mom. (laughs) Well, she never had me baptized. That's probably why you're a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Catherine, for never baptizing my Mary. (laughs) You were baptized. What's your excuse? Uh, mm. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Wait, so go back to the, when did you speak in tongues? It's just sort of traumatic for me really? to even think about. Yeah, it's just really strange and weird. I can't even believe that I did Do that. Do you want to talk about it or don't well, want to talk about it? Well, I don't have it? a lot of great details about it because I think I just don't like thinking about it because it was weird. And I don't even remember how successful I was at it. Like, I think I felt like it wasn't real exactly. And... Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly what I was doing. Can I ask you questions about it? Yeah. Thank you. Where were you and who were you with? When I was speaking in tongues. You were attempting the tongue speaking. Yeah, (laughs) where were you? Attempting it. Um, Possibly in church. And were people around you doing it? Oh, I do remember this one time that I was in this Bible study. I was in Bible studies a lot growing up. Mm -hmm. And this friend of mine, I think we were probably all of 11 years old, okay. and this friend of mine wanted to speak in tongues. And I guess I already knew how to do it, sort of. How? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And so 
this woman, the, the Bible study leader, was praying over her, like hands on her head and like the woman. Shoulders. The woman was like praying. They let the women pray over people with the hands. Wow, it's progressive. Is it? Huh? You're Mormons? You need no only the men. You kidding me? <laughs> I think if we'd have been in a church situation, it would have been a minister, like the pastor, yeah. would have probably most likely have been male. They didn't have female pastors back then, okay. to my knowledge. Not in this church. Um, but this Bible study leader was a woman, and that was allowed. So she was the one praying for my friend. So the Bible study leader speaking in tongues, praying for my friend to receive this what gift. What did it sound like? I don't know. I don't, What's the point of it? I've never understood <laughs> why, because like God speaks English too, right? well okay later we went to a church called uh the assemblies of god yeah was a denomination and people would speak in tongues during the service and you'd wait for it and then there'd be an interpretation by someone else of those tongues why doesn't the person who's speaking in tongues just be like by the way this means (laughs) y'all all all fucked up and going to hell because they don't i don't know that they know what it means they don't know what is it they're saying, but Correct. someone else can interpret. Guess what you just said? Is that? I think it's supposed to go like that. Yeah. Oh. God has given this other person the interpretation. Isn't that special? What? <laughs> and here are your car keys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to cure cancer at this moment because someone's speaking in some fucked up language and I got to inspire some other dude uh-huh. to tell them what they're saying. Yeah. That's how it worked. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that kooky? Well, I, someone explained to me the point of speaking in tongues. I don't know. You know what? Um, it's from the book of Acts in the New Testament. Well, there's a Mormon thing, too. There's one of the articles of faith is we believe in sp- the speaking of tongues. Oh, does anyone do it? The gift of tongues. I've never heard any Mormon person do that. I think they would just call you out as wacky. <laughs> but in the book of Acts, they talk about the upper room where some apostles, Jesus had already gone to heaven or whatever, mm-hmm. um, where some apostles were gifted with the Holy Spirit and started speaking in tongues. But w- why? I don't know. I need a I why. I'd have to go back and look it up. I don't know if there's God's a language and his is pure. And But if you're speaking in tongues, you don't even know what you're saying. Yeah. How do you know what you're saying to God? You could just be telling them off. You could really. be like, listen. Listen, asshat. Listen, asshat. Mm-hmm. Listen to Mormon asshat God. <laughs> I don't know. This is so interesting. Isn't it wacky? So the Bible study lady was blessing your friend with a gift of tongues. You you already had that shit down. (laughs) I guess I had it. So then what happened? Well, my friend never got it. Wait, how old are you? 11. Your friend never got it? Never got the tongues. Well, maybe years later, she got the gift. She got the tongues. It sounds like like (laughs) hand and mouth disease. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it hoof and mouth? Hand hand and... (laughs) Talk to the hand. <laughs> no, it's hand and mouth. Is it? Anyway, what yes. You don't mean? have kids, so you don't know. For some reason, kids get it. <laughs> oh, because they put their hands in their mouth? I don't know, but it looks like their cheeks got slapped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, back All to right. your story. <laughs> yeah, so, so my friend didn't, she was upset because she felt like the pressure, I'm supposed to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, whatever that means. Uh-huh. And then that means I'm supposed to be able to speak in tongues. But she couldn't. She couldn't do but it. you could. I thought I could. I don't know what was coming out of my mouth. Were you like in a trance? I, I don't know. Kinda. You can see videos and shit like this on TV. And people and it looks look like wacky. they're in a trance. Yeah. It was weird. No wonder my father was like, I'm out. Yeah. You know? Shit. I know. Um, yeah. Weird, 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 weird stuff. That's crazy. It is crazy. And uh, But the pressure my friend felt for not getting it, not having it. She was crying and distraught, and she felt like she, I guess, failed, you know? 
That is another awesome thing to bring up when we talk about testimonies. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, it's a great story. Weird. So why did we share this? Because we're doing a series on spirituality. Go ahead. Finish up that. Oh, yeah. We So we, gosh, I hadn't thought about this whole speaking in tongues thing in a, well, in a long time. Well, you never told me about it. Well, I don't think about it much. It's really strange to mm-hmm. think about mm-hmm. that I was that into it, you know? And well, you oh, were eleven. You oh yeah, you and, were and I was force I was, fed it. Well, it was my own version of brainwashing. Sure, I was brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And there were times throughout my teenage years and off and on where I definitely felt some sort of heart cell. Yeah, that you talk about. Mm-hmm. You know that whole idea of you know you hear music or you you feel somehow you're in the in the spirit, like you're feeling the spirit. And that can be at church. Like they mm-hmm. have, they definitely have. Uh, my mother's church has like these worship choruses, mm-hmm. and everyone's raising their hands. And I don't think her church speaks. People speak in tongues at her current church, maybe once in a while. But they all like sway and raise their hands and get into the spirit and everything. Hmm. Yeah, I've even been to some churches where they like quote dance in the spirit. Or they just start like dancing around. Like the Lombada or like the Running Man? (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Uh, Cabbage Patch? (laughs) Anyone else? Mm -hmm. Teenager in the 90s? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Macarena. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's really strange stuff. I never went to a church, though, where they they handle snakes. (laughs) Well, that's good. But that would be interesting to see. snake church. I wonder if any of our oh, listeners yeah. landed in that belief. If you did, like right in now, <laughs> I know. we want to know. Yeah, that's really, that can be more popular in the um, Pentecostal evangelical churches. And I don't really know the difference, to be honest. Um, well, I think it has to do with the Pentecost. It could be the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. But crazy. anyway, sometimes in the Appalachian Mountains, there are some snake handling people. And that's their religion. It's just part of it. To me, that's like putting God to the test because they feel like if I handle this rattler, and I don't die from the bites, then mm-hmm. God has saved me. It's I like think proof. God's watching that and being like, you dumbass. Well, you know what happens is these people get terrible arthritis. Like their hands are, because they get snake bites all over their, their mm-hmm. fingers and their hands. And they probably can't even use their hands after a while. God, so weird. Because of the venom. It's so weird. I know. And it leaves a lasting mark on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read, um, I think it was something about Sand Mountain. It was a book I read. Really huh. interesting. Let's look into that. That's weird. Yeah. That's not a religion that I'm choosing to join. No. Um, but talking all about this brings us back to the segment we're going to do probably in July, right? The spirituality yeah. segment. And so we're encouraging you listeners to call in. You can write in or you can call in. Go yes. to anchor.fm slash LDL slash message. And you might need to subscribe to Anchor. I'm not sure how that works, but there's a place where you can record like a memo mm-hmm. and we'll get that. And then we can play that on the air about after your faith crisis, where did you land? Mm-hmm. What religion are you? What do you believe in? Are you settled where you're at? Are you still searching? Are you atheist? Are you Christian? Are you whatever you decided to be. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to leave a voice memo, that's fine. You can just contact us by going to latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. That's us. And you can find all the ways to get in touch right there. Um, but otherwise, you can. what Shelly's saying is you can leave us a voice memo, which I find very exciting. I would love to hear our listeners' actual voices. I love it. Since you yours are listening to our voices, yeah, it's time to pay the piper. Oh, let's hear your voices. <laughs> <Okay. damn it. laughs> Pay on the piper. We're still also collecting stories of people who have been traumatized um, dealing with sexual abuse growing up Mormon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so feel free to continue to send those in. 
We're collecting them. They'll be used anonymously in a book. Indeed, they will. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. Should we take a break? Oh, yes, I need to refill my tequila. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will take a break and be right back. All right. And we're back. Oh, we missed you. Oh, yes. <laughs> so true. All right. I think it's time for a foom pod. You know, I have been on a losing streak lately. This one's not super hard. Really? Do I have a, a shot at it? Well, I don't know. This one's sent in by Alyssa, but first we need to cue music. It's the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. The fucked up Mormon phrase of the day is sacred, not secret. Sacred, not secret. And thank you, Alyssa, for sending that in. Go, Mary. Um, maybe, okay, maybe, oh, I think I might know what this is. What? So all the stupid crap you do in the temple where you're supposed to keep secret, handshakes and whatnot, I think, so people aren't like, why is this so secretive? They say, well, it's not a secret, it's sacred. Right? Correct. I got it? You got it. It's interesting to me. That was an awesome celebration, by the way, Mary. So cute. <laughs> I was really excited. Yeah, I know. It's interesting to me, though, that they say um, that the covenants in the temple are sacred, not secret, because people are like, the Mormons are so secretive. No, no, no. Oh, it's okay. sacred, not secret. However— So it's, this is how they're really explaining it to people, people who why are you questioning it. Yeah. Why, if it's not a secret, you have to promise to never reveal it, and if you do reveal it, you got to cut your throat. Well, they don't do that. that they don't do that anymore. anymore right? But that's recently, as of the nineties. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> the cut your throat. You, sign. You, you must die if you reveal these <laughs> sacred. No, it's fucking secret. You know why? Because it's stupid. And oh, I know. I think I know why. Why? Because they want you to feel like you're part of some exclusive club. Oh hell yeah! That no one else has admission to. I know the name of the second token of the Melchizedek priesthood, the patriarchal grip or sure sign of the nail. <laughs> Yeah, whatever the hell How all that means. How special am I? Yeah. Um, also, I heard them talk about that as to why we know nothing about our Heavenly Mother. because Heavenly you, Mother? Well, you'd assume that if there's a Heavenly Father, like, really? we're going to go make spirit baby someday. Not me and you, obviously, because you're a woman. But um, <laughs> I'm there's going to be that. a Heavenly Mother. And people complain, like, why do we never talk talk about our, our mom in heaven? Like, what's, why, isn't, why is God all the important one? And what about Heavenly Mother? Well, it's, it's sacred. What? It's a fucking excuse. Well. I mean, women are not glorified in the Bible either. Oh, no, no. I mean, the only woman who has ever really given any kind of well, that's not necessarily true. There's there have been some women like Naomi and Ruth are talked about, and Sophia, I guess, was some sort of judge. And so there's three, and uh, Mary, obviously, yeah, Mary, who was a child, and God was like, uh, yeah, this is what you need to do. Okay, yeah, and uh, of course, Mary Magdalene. Yeah, she was Jesus' mistress or whatever. Whatever she was, mistress, <laughs> wife, best friend, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then Mary and Martha, you know about Mary and Martha? But none of them were godlike. None of them were special. Um, I don't mean that. I mean, none of them were elevated to the level as the men were in the scriptures. None of them were apostles. Mm-hmm. None of them wrote scripture that people needed to, to abide by. None of them were gods, you know? No, that's true. I mean, none, well, nobody was a god except for, but they weren't prophets. Like, there yeah. were a lot of prophets in the Old Testament. But well, They do refer to prophetess. Who? I can't think of it right now. But in it's the Mormon church? No, in the Bible. 
Oh, not in the Mormon Church. You stop that. You stop. <laughs> who is this? Pro- who is this prophetess? I'll here have to look it up. Talking about okay, interesting. Yeah. So there you go. Sacred, not secret, mm, which is I basically a bullshit right. excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Good job with the foam pod. I used my powers of deductive reasoning on that you one. Were, you I were crushed very logical. It. That one I actually did get right versus the theme music of Family Feud <laughs> and Good versus uh, Good Prices Right. Point. Yeah. Whoopsie. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next segment moving oh. on is our new one, which I'm having so oh, much yeah. fun with. Oh, because uh, there's probably no end to this crap. Oh, there is no end. Just like Haida Kolob, there is no end to all of those things. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> our new segment. Yeah. Would you ready to do it? Our yeah. new segment is... He said what? All right. You ready for this? hmm So it being Pride Month, I'm trying to find all the he said what's having to do with homosexuality. Okay. And in order to do that, we need about, oh, four or five Pride Months at least because they've said some... <laughs> well, we've talked about some of this stuff, we haven't have. we? And I think we could dedicate the entire month to Dallin H. Oaks because he is such a homophobe. Mm-hmm. And such a jackass when it comes to most things, but in particular homosexuality. Is he still living? He's second in line. Like when Russell M. Nelson kicks the bucket, uh-huh. he's next. Oh, okay. And when you read about some of the things that he believes in and you're like, dude, he's next. Mormons, why are you staying in? Mm. Why? Well, they don't. a lot of people don't care about the homosexual thing. Oh, God. Right? Okay, well, so here's the thing. Some I had people a, do. I had a quote that I was going to read. I'm going to save that for next week because that quote then made me refer to something that he wrote. Okay. Let me let me tell you what the name this is. This Oaks person? Mm-hmm. So our He Said What comes from 1984, which is not that long ago, people. This is not like it's in the freaking 50s. Okay, mm-hmm. this is 1984 uh, from Dallin A. Jokes. This is principles to govern possible public statement on legislation affecting rights of homosexuals. Mm-hmm. So he, he was, he's a lawyer. Okay. Jackass. Okay. He wrote this. He wrote and the legislation. He did. And this was, if you read through the whole thing, and I say, go do it, go find it. Again, it's called Principles to Govern Possible Public Statement on Legislation Affecting Rights of Homosexuals by Dallin H. Oaks. Find it. Okay. He's writing on how to specifically word things to get discrimination against homosexuals legal, to, to keep it legal. Mm. So read through the whole thing. But here we've got, he says... The gay rights groups present themselves as victims of intolerance against the condition of homosexuality and of broad-based discrimination against persons with that condition. So he's saying, like, the gay people are acting like they're victims. Mm -hmm. However, there is little evidence of such intolerance or such broad-based discrimination. Really, Really? bro? Really? There's little (laughs) evidence? God. Even in 84? Seriously? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Although homosexuals seek legislation that would guarantee non-discrimination against persons with their condition, what they really seem to crave is public approval of their practices. Uh, first of all, condition? Yeah, he calls it a condition, okay. meaning you can be cured from it. Uh, uh-huh. So he's saying here that the gay people, they don't really want non-discrimination. They want the public to approve of their gay sex. Because okay. he's talking about gay sex. Huh. What a douche. They want the right to proselyte their lifestyle and to practice it in public without penalty or public disapproval. Yeah. Damn right I want to be able to walk down the street and hold your hand and not right. hit in the head with a brick. Right. Yeah. 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 I shouldn't have public penalty. I know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that's approval or just tolerance or what that is, but yeah, don't, don't hurt. Well, he says 
they want the right to proselyte their lifestyle. I don't know how walking on the street holding your hand is proselytizing. I'm not. I'm just so being just with like, the what? woman that I love. Period. We're throwing it in people's faces. Yeah, if that's the case, are are heterosexual people that are holding hands, are they telling everyone you need to be heterosexual? That's affectionate, but it's not in your face. No. We've come to accept that that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not like, I mean, gosh, how many times have you been at a place, club or whatever, where there's like, like a straight couple making out, like yeah. at a bar. No, I know. That's yeah. why, why can straight people do that, not gay people? And again, this is back in 84, but I'm going to I'm gonna talk about that in a second. What he had said was they want to be able to practice, proselyte their lifestyle and to practice it, meaning... Who needs practice? <laughs> We're getting good at it. <laughs> um, in public, without penalty or public disapproval. Yeah, why should there be a penalty mm-hmm. for holding your hand in public? Right. Okay. Opponents of anti-discrimination laws for homosexuals focus their opposition on the practices of homosexuals. Hmm. They may sympathize with the abstract plight of a homosexual who cannot get a job, but they will not approve of a law that will permit homosexuals to be employed as teachers or counselors of youth because they do not want to increase young people's exposure to the risk of homosexual practices. Well, I hate that whole idea because it's like, you know, you know what teachers are not teaching about in school? Hey, kids, let's learn how to be gay today. Mm-mm. That's not what's happening. Not at all. Uh-uh. So here's what his thing was saying, and I'm not going to read any more of it, but he's saying this is how we have to approach this thing in the legislature. We can't say that gay people aren't allowed to get jobs because people are going to be like, no, the poor homosexuals, they shouldn't be allowed to get jobs. <laughs> but what we can do is say they can't get jobs that are with children because uh-huh. nobody wants gay people teaching their kids. Right, right. Exposure to the risk of homosexual practices. The risk? Are you freaking kidding me? What risk? My therapist did not tell me he was gay until we were way into our therapy sessions, and he did more for me in my life as far as helping me come out of the closet, not because he was gay, but because he encourages people to be themselves, helping me take a hold of my life, helping me deal with old shit in my life. Mm -hmm. Him being gay or not gay had nothing to do with it. Right. I want my kids to be around gay people. Uh Uh-huh. Guess what? Gay does not equal pedophile. Doesn't. Well, it's it's crazy to me. Okay, so this was written in the 80s, but it -hmm. it could have been written like a year ago. Sure. Because we're still, we still get our panties in a wad when we find out a football player is gay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where we find out like, Still, I think finding out soldiers are gay is traumatic in some cases, you know, even though that's legal. Yeah, I remember Brent's parents were so upset that their daughter, one of her teachers in, I want to say, junior high, was transgender woman, if I remember correctly. They were so upset that they wanted to yank her out of that class. Mm -hmm. And they were, at that point, they were like, we have got to get out of California. We have got to get to Utah. God. Do you really think that a transgender woman, that her goal in teaching your child is to make your child also be transgender, whatever? It just doesn't work that way. That's not how it works. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. That, and, and here's the, a point I want to point out. That might have been the thought of how it worked back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I think most people, at least I hope, know at this point that that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. But this guy, Dallin H. Oaks, who is next in line to be the leader of the Mormon church, he, and he has talked about homosexuality from the pulpit as recently of the last general conference. Yeah. He has not apologized for this. He has not said, I shouldn't have said that. And right. so you know what? In my opinion, he still thinks that shit. Probably. Until someone says, I was wrong on that, all we can do is believe that they still feel that way. Especially yeah. when someone who's so public like him, he has multiple opportunities 
you know, he could get up a conference and say, I would, today I would like to speak about growth mm-hmm. and learning about people. And he could like weave God into that shit. And he could talk about how he thought a certain way and that God has opened his eyes to feel a certain way. And that is good to progress. And mm-hmm. I, he is sorry for things that he thought and he doesn't agree with it now. Just apologize, bro. Yeah. Or we're just going to keep thinking you feel the same way. And I think he does. Well, and you know, here's the other thing that I actually don't object to. What? If kids try it out and it's not for them, okay. What's the harm? What's the, Yeah, well, there's no harm anyway. But like, it's to me, it's like anyone with an interest and you're like, oh, yeah, my friend has this interest in drawing. They're really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried drawing. I don't have this natural ability. So I tried it out. It didn't work for me. But I think it's great that they have that interest and that ability to be an artist. Absolutely. So, Isn't it the same yeah, thing? Yeah, why are we not upset when our 15-year-old daughter kisses a boy from the first for the first time? Yeah. Compared with a 15-year-old daughter kisses a girl. People freak out. Uh-huh. And when I say people, I mean like super religious people. <laughs> why why would that why should that matter? They're experiencing life. Uh-huh. They're yeah. what works for me. That's yeah, what you they're do. They're trying stuff on. Yeah. Let's see if and, it's a fit. I know and no I can't even think of anything in the news where a gay teacher has somehow coerced gay sex out of a child. It's always heterosexual sex. If you know, I mean, think about it. Think of all the oh, big I see. teacher abuse cases. They're typically uh-huh. a man with a girl. Once in a while, it's a girl with a boy. You mean I a have, woman with a boy? Sorry, a, a woman, a teacher woman <laughs> with a boy. I have yet to hear about anything gay. Yeah, um, so it's not like they're recruiting. Is. My point is they don't recruit. It's not no, a thing. No, of course not. They yeah. might recruit in a way, recruit in quotations, in the way that you flirt with someone. So if I flirt, and I don't, I'm not talking about the teacher-student relationship anymore. I'm talking okay. about human relationships. So if me flirting with a girl means I'm recruiting, mm-hmm. I'm not recruiting someone to be gay. I'm showing interest in them. Just like a heterosexual man would recruit a heterosexual woman to be in a relationship with him. And mm-hmm. guess what? If she's not interested, she's not interested. If a girl that I flirt with is not interested because she's straight, guess what she does? She mm-hmm. stays straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you I know? know. I know. Yeah. It's a naive idea to think that you could just be like, oh, well, you're gay. Well, I guess I'm gay, too. Yeah, believe me, there there are plenty of straight friends that I have had that I would have loved to turn gay. <laughs> doesn't work that way. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> so, for there any Mormons listening, what are you going to do when uh, Elder Oaks is your prophet? Well, I it's guess— pretty douchey. Yeah, just try to keep you your— support that? Keep your kids from being homosexuals. Yeah, you're going to keep giving money to that cause? Think mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I had to, I had to take a sip <laughs> of my tequila because it's really upsetting to me. Okay. Um, the more I recognize it. Again, I just want to say that I love that my kids have gay friends. I love that my kids are exposed to you and I being gay. Mm-hmm. I love that. And guess what? We have not turned any of my kids gay. <laughs> no. None of them. I completely trust you alone with any of my daughters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because um, I'm not a pedophile. Because you're not a pedophile. You're a gay woman. <laughs> that does not equal pedophile. <laughs> no. And I love that they look at you as a human being and their mother's girlfriend that she loves. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that, people. Mm-hmm. Get it through your heads. That's right, Oaks. Mm-hmm. So, Oaks, it. we're going we're gonna to talk about you a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> during uh, Pride Month. Well, that Oaks character is a real treat, isn't he? I would call mm-hmm. him. Oh, and by the way, these are all opinions in case yeah. anyone wants to sue us. Thank you, Mormon Church. My opinion oh, is that some of the things he has said and done make him a complete asshat. Mm. Well, there you My go. Opinion. Homophobic asshat. 
Well, he definitely seems homophobic. I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. He doesn't like the gays so much. He has a gay grandson, by the way, I'm pretty sure. Does he? Yeah. I wonder how your grandson feels about you being a homophobic asshat. Yeah, that makes me happy. I hope that's true. I guess we should move on from from Elder Oaks right now. Yeah, he's making me angry. I'm a little hot on the collar. Okay. Last week, I think we were talking about testimonies. Yes. Yeah, I was like, what's up with Mormons throwing the word testimony around all the time? I have a testimony of this. I have a testimony of that. I thought about this a lot over the week. Okay. And with that, I need to make an apology. Oh? Not to you. Okay. (laughs) Every time I bore my testimony in sacrament meeting, in Relief Society, with the youth, anything— I was repeating things that I had heard and things that I knew I was supposed to say. None of it was something that I truly felt like God had put in my heart. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, That is my apology. And this is where testimonies are so dangerous. So when you have someone in church that you look up to, Mm -hmm. and they bear their testimony of something, meaning they say, I know this church is true without a shadow of a doubt, Mm -hmm. you believe them because you look up to them. And then— In your mind, you're like, wow, they really believe it's true. I want to feel that in my heart that it's true. Right. And then you convince yourself that it's true. Not even conscientiously. Consciously. Thank you. (laughs) It just happens. Yeah. Because the people you look up to are telling you it's true. Everyone around you, your friends, are telling you it's true. Mm. Which is why testimony meetings are so damn effective on continuing with the brainwashing Because you have people up there crying, and they say, the Spirit is so strong, I know the church is true, and then people in the crowd are like, well, yeah, yeah, it is true. They're feeling those same feelings. Heart cell. Heart cell. Complete heart cell. So when you talk about that gift of tongues and how disturbed your friend was that she wasn't getting the gift, she wanted it bad because you you had it. Yeah. And why wouldn't she have it? So in Mormon church, I experience this a lot of times. I would think, well, they have this this testimony. Why don't I? Right. So you just end up repeating the same things. I gave some fucking amazing testimonies wow. from the pulpit. Wow. That I'm sure people were like, yeah, Sister DeWitt. Mm-hmm. Because I'd get people telling me, that was so beautiful. You strengthened my testimony every time I hear you speak. Like, I helped brainwash people. Mm, yeah. And it fucking sucks. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know what you were I doing. Didn't, I didn't. I sure didn't do it on purpose. No, of course you didn't. And you know, when Brent and I were leading, leaving the church and my dad kept trying to bear his testimony to me of like, I know it's true. You need to believe me because I'm your father. I would never do anything to hurt you. I know it's true. That's a lot of fucking pressure. Yeah. That's the same kind of pressure you get when you're in a church environment and people are bearing testimony of the truth. For, you know, I know this is the one true church. Mm-hmm. And then your heart feels things. It's heart cell. Yep. And so I want to talk just a second about if anyone here has seen the movie Arrival. Oh, it yeah. was with Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. And it's a great one. the gist of it, if you haven't seen it, see it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I really loved that movie. The gist of it is there's these two aliens and they're there to sort of save the, the world. And Amy Adams's character has to interpret their language. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a time... Uh, time, not time travel, but like the timeline is kind of all over the place. Anyway, I know I'm not explaining it very oh, well. Oh yeah, that movie has got a weird timeline. You don't know what's happening when. Right, but that adds to how great it is, mm-hmm. I think. And at the very end of the movie, everything kind of comes together and you realize what has happened and you 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 realize what she has done and the beautiful sacrifices and all these things. And I was watching this movie at the end. I couldn't stop crying. It touched me so 
deeply. Hmm. The realization of everything and the music that was playing as the realization went and the the child and the and the mom and the dad and the the everything yeah. it was so impactful to me. Okay. That had that been something that would have happened from a, like a Mormon movie, uh-huh. I would have been like oh, that's the spirit. This is true. Right. Because that's how strong I felt that movie. Uh-huh. And I've had moments watching Mormon's movies because of Heart Cell mm-hmm. or listening to Mormon speakers because of the way they speak that have hit me hard. Yeah, so a couple movies that did that for me, uh, Life is Beautiful mm-hmm. um, and Sophie's Choice. So is that the spirit telling you that that's true? Uh, well, it's that it might true? be based on reality. Yeah, but what is that They're feeling? They're both Holocaust films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, I think in that case, it's empathy for what the characters went through. But it feels just the same as when a preacher says something that's impactful to you. Does that mean that whatever it is is true? Well, they're movies. Right. But I, And I hate to always be bringing this up, but Islamic jihadists, mm-hmm. they must know in their hearts so much that what they are about to do, blowing up women and children and themselves, mm-hmm. is true that they are willing to do it. So yeah. their hearts must be bursting with a testimony of what they're about to do. Mm-hmm. So if you have this testimony of shit, yeah. analyze it. Why is it? Mm-hmm. Why did I feel so strongly in my heart about that movie? It was nothing to do with Mormonism. Right. Nothing. I, I choked up at a Bonnie Raitt concert, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. you can't, in my opinion, you can't say that because you felt something deeply, that means it's true. Well, truth is a weird way to describe mm-hmm. stuff like a movie and a, and a concert. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. But the same feelings I felt were even more impactful to me than the truth feelings I felt when I was a Mormon. Yeah. So I had those moments too as a born again, whatever, Christian. And I felt like I was just feeling the spirit. So Mormons, I feel like are hell bent on this whole thing with knowing the church is well, the true. the spirit tells you what's true. That's what the spirit does. Well, they're, they're, they're really kind of hung up on this idea of truth. Oh, for sure. Well, because you have to be the one true church. That's what Mormonism is. Yeah. My upbringing had nothing to do with trying to convince anyone it was true. It was, are you connected to Jesus and the Holy Spirit? That's really what it was for me growing up with kind of the evangelical movement or whatever it was. It wasn't about proving anything. It was just it, like, are you are you connected to it? Are you connected to God? And these feelings are part of it. You know, getting together every Sunday and feeling that spirit or whatever. That's, so how is that being connected to God when you can have those same feelings when you're watching a movie or those same feelings when you're at a concert or you hear a certain song, mm-hmm. the same feelings in hundreds of other situations that have really nothing to do with God. So when we talk I, yeah. about testimony, that's where I'm like, how do you trust that feeling? That feeling. And now we go back to spirituality. Those who are going to be writing in, calling it about where they've settled spirituality, how do you know Yeah, it's right? Because Schindler's List was similar when Liam Neeson mm-hmm. figures out that he actually saved some Jewish people by by having them and work in his factory. Yeah. And then he has this moment, this epiphany moment, like, oh my God, I could have done so much more. Mm-hmm. I could have hired more people. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you get that, like I'm getting that feeling right now just thinking about that moment in the film. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of started out as an asshole because mm-hmm. he was just trying to hire cheap labor. Right. But his efforts saved, saved lives. Saved lives. Yeah. And then he has this that realization, holy crap, I could have done more. Right? Right. Yeah. And... That's just a moment where you're like, Ugh, it yeah. kind of gets you. Yeah. Wow, the top three movies I picked for my heart cell were Holocaust movies. There you go. Does it have to do with God or is it like just a feeling of connectedness? 
Maybe that's and what it is. I, I don't know. And, and, and I don't necessarily think that it matters. And let me finish that thought. As long as you get to interpret it without someone telling you what it is. Mm-hmm. Because I know that missionaries, when they go out to baptize people and convert them to Mormonism, when someone has a feeling of something, they tell them, oh, that's the Spirit. That's the Spirit telling you the church is true. Oh, see, That yeah. is so fucked up. Mm-mm. Because if I had never heard of Mormonism— and I watch one of these heart cell Mormon movies that they can really tug at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. And I'm choked up because the child died or whatever the situation is that they're trying to get you to feel about. And I feel this feeling in my heart. And this missionary next to me is like, that's the spirit. That's the spirit whispering to you. The church is true. And I'd be like, wow. well, yeah, I'm in. Uh, baptize me. It's true. Yeah, yeah. How fucking manipulative. It is well, manipulative. I don't have a problem with the feelings. I have a problem with someone telling me what those feelings mean. Well, and Let me decide yeah. what they mean. Oh, for sure. And, you know, Hollywood manipulates us. Of course. That's what makes great movies is yeah. they, they, they bring out emotion. Absolutely. And that is what makes great movies. And we're all aware of it. Mm-hmm. And we go to the movie knowing that we are going to be subjected we to— We want that. Yeah, you want yeah. that. It's why people want to go to Disney World. They want to feel like they're in a, in a fake world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For a day. I love going to a movie and, and feeling. I love dramas. I love mm-hmm. things that make me feel. I love when they make me cry. I love feeling sucked in. But most but of us— that's the same shit that the Mormon church does, but then they, they suck you and they make you feel and they tell you that's the spirit telling yeah. you the church is true. Right. So they're not admitting to the manipulation. No, of course not. So No, no, no. Everyone, for the most part, understands that Disney and Hollywood— Right. are in the manipulation business to right. make you feel a certain way. You it's know fake. it's not real. Right. That's the difference. But in Mormon world, you have these people in authority above you saying, why you're crying right now is because you feel the spirit, because the church is true. Yeah. So they're not admitting Mm-mm. to their blatant manipulation. No, 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 no. And missionaries are actually trained to get people to feel the spirit in quotations, to get emotional, to feel something, and then tell them that's the spirit. And if That's that doesn't work, they flirt to convert. Oh, God. <laughs> true, true story. Mm-hmm. Which is why now I'm thinking about when my dad pressuring me when Brent and I were leaving the church, he's saying, I know it's true because of feelings I have, because of things I know. Like, there's no substance there. Yeah. It's just, I feel, feel this way, so I it's true. Stuff. Yeah. Anyone in a religion that they're so sold on is going to tell you it's true because I feel it. And I, I, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, you need to believe me because I feel it. Right. Brent and I used to laugh, I don't laugh at, we would joke about whenever I would speak in church because I'm, a, I think I'm a decent speaker. Huh, uh, really? Know, we might want to consider uh, trying to do that for a Maybe living. like podcasts? What? <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would joke about, he would ask me, so how many people did you get to cry? You know, wow. I'm like, oh, sister, so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. We'd like, like high five. Wow. Because it's this thing of I, of being able to get people to feel things. Like okay, what's so going to make you them feel. you were a manipulator. 100%. <laughs> and for that, I apologize. Yeah. I manipulated people into believing the church was true, not because I knew I was manipulating them. was because I had been manipulated. So at that point, I believed the church was true, so I wanted everyone else to believe it as well. Mm-hmm. That is the bullshit harm in testimony meetings, in bearing testimony, yeah. a truthfulness of any fucking religion, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Because you can't prove any of it. Nope. No. And I know a lot of people looked up to me in church, and a lot of people, their testimonies were strengthened by me because I knew how to talk it. Yeah, you sure did. And wow. I, I am so sorry for that. 
Well, now you are using your gift of gab for good and not evil, hopefully. I, hope so. I don't think we have any actual Mormon listeners left, but I do hope that those of you who are listening who are maybe fence-sitting or who maybe know Mormons who are sort of not sure anymore— You duct-taped your shelf together. Yeah, yeah. I hope that we can somehow be a voice of, it's okay to leave. Yeah. It's actually good to leave, and you're not alone, and it's better. It's so much better thinking for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that was a good topic. I liked it. I think yeah. that could be talked well, about a lot. You know, and you had talked about that movie, that Amy Adams movie. Why can I never remember the name of it? You just said it. Oh, I had to look it up because I couldn't either. It's <laughs> called Arrival. Yeah. Who knows why? I can't remember that ever. But um, I was wondering when you were asking me about it, what you were going to mention about it. And that was really interesting, that, that comparison mm-hmm. to um, the heart cell, that religion basically yeah. puts on you. I think that I that the ending of that movie, for some reason, maybe it was things that were going on in my life. Um, maybe I was having PMS. Who knows? Um, probably a combination of a lot of things. But it was more impactful for to me than any quote-unquote spirit yeah. in me telling me the church was true. And right. it had nothing to do with church. Well, and I also really enjoy movies that sort of mess with time. Mm-hmm. Um, and wrap it up at the end and then it all hits you. It, well, it's just like, oh my God. Well, it's kind of like that moment. I see dead people. <laughs> like that one? That was a good ending. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's kind of like that moment in Game of Thrones when you realize that Hodor mm, only yeah. became sort of a simpleton because of what happened in the future. Yeah. But this happened in his past. Yeah. And realization moments are good for me. Yeah. For sure. And that's like, whoa, time shifting. Yep. What's yep. going on? And that, for some reason, that just kind of affected me. Does that mean that Game of Thrones is the true something? <laughs> does that make I mean, you, maybe. <laughs> does that make you think there is a God or oh, there isn't a God? We got to start that segment. Okay, people. I know <laughs> we're going over time. Or is this just an expression? Well, no, like it's an expression. Say. I find myself when, when Mary's like, oh, check out the beautiful um, dogwood tree or look how intricate. Or, like I do anything, love dogwood just trees. something. And I'll say, does that make you believe there is a God or isn't a God? We uh-huh. have this conversation a lot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. that's when we need to save that for July for our spirituality. Oh. July, does that mean there is a God or isn't? Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay. We should wrap this up. All right. As a reminder, you can get in touch with us at latterdaylesbian.org slash contact or leave a voice message at anchor.fm slash LDL slash message. That'll do it for this week. Happy Pride. Wait, you didn't say anything was fake. It's really okay. It's really going to be okay. People love that. I love it. I can't force fit it, Shelly. There were so many opportunities when we talked about testimonies. You know, maybe I've moved on from the fake joke. Maybe we're going to replace it with, does that make you think there is a God? Or is a God? <laughs> well, I still like the fake. Maybe I'll start saying it. Okay. Maybe you can throw it in. If it no, comes no, to no, me no, naturally. you're putting all this responsibility on me. <sighs> Just like I forced you to sing the wrong theme song. Yeah. Okay. Because my testimony of that being the correct theme song was strengthened by how confident you were. Okay. Can I force you to wrap this episode up? Absolutely. Excellent. All right, guys. (laughs) We will talk to you again real soon. In the meantime, steer clear of cults because they are no joke. No joke. Bye-bye. Talk to you later.